previously on This Is How We Roll. I had this weird dream, guys. Wait a sec. Flint, did, did you say you were uh, part of Creepy Carl's crew? I have been invited to be a part of Creepy Carl's gang. But, like I said, I think the bigger thing to focus on is that there's another person killing for Madarua, and I don't know who this person is. This is the scabbard for that sword, and that it is one of the two relics of Keldon, the elven warrior, from that vision that we have. You find Blue Betty and Puffar Fish. You find Mama with Ward Squid standing behind her, looking large and intimidating. And you find Sharky Cheryl flanking Nigel, who's sitting and drinking a cup of tea. Isn't there a chance that they all ran into some, like, a rock or something and just sunk? And sure enough, as soon as all of you arrive outside, you can hear screams through the morning fog out in the bay. And you can hear the firing of weapons and the clash of metal. And then it all goes silent. So I'm I'm doing a ton of clicking. And you can discuss your plan in the meantime and just delete all of my sound from this section. I want to turn into a bird and fly over whatever's happening. That's a pretty good That's plan. My plan. I don't have any I, I don't have any way of being productive other than looking for things to steal. <laughs> Flint just goes into the purple whale and starts starts taking <laughs> everything. I think it's such a soft. I think Flint has such a soft spot in his heart for uh, for Piper that he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't steal. He wouldn't he wouldn't hurt her. Uh, what about uh, the brothel, there she blows? I I don't know how much like embarrassment Flint feels. Mm. Probably not much. Yeah. Just right? in general. Well, like, if he, like, made a fool of himself in a drunken stupor, would he, like, feel, like, embarrassed about it? You know, like, when you get super hammered and you're, like, <clears throat> like I don't know. Break into say a... Say something. Like, yeah, 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 break into a brothel and untie someone. <laughs> yeah. No, that's nothing to be embarrassed about. Um... No, I don't think I'm going to go over to, uh, yeah, Darcy Blows. Keegan, if you want to, I can just cast Levitate on yourself and myself, and we, I, can, I can float us over to the ships. You don't have to be an eagle if you don't want to. Uh, I want to be. I, I think I have, like, two or three shifts of it, so I could do that. Okay. Well, uh, I, w- I will join you and Levitate myself over. If it presents itself as an option. Yeah. I say we do it. Okay. Matt, do you want to do anything? I don't know if I can do anything. I'm looking through my items list. Oh my god. Holy shit. You said it was foggy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Okay, hang on. I can actually you have use to... your gloves? 
Oh, I remember what you got. That's funny. Oh, the foghorn. This horn. is hilarious. Ah. Yeah, the crab leg foghorn. I can give you my fishing, Classic. my bamboo fishing pole, Matt. Um, I'm wondering if I could do a spell, but I don't. It'd probably be, need to be a big spell. Right? Maybe you could stay on land, and then we can report back if you need to do stuff. Um, I mean, I can do a wind wall, but I think that's about it. So I can make fog. So it's like the boats <laughs> further out at the end of the bay or whatever are being crushed and disappear, right? But the warships are fine. The maximum distance this will give me is 200 feet. So Sounds like you're flying with Dresden. What's that? That's yeah, what is that? 60 yards? Yeah. That's max. So probably more likely it'll be 100 feet is the expected value. Well, if you want, I can... You, you can fly over with, with me. Probably just give you one of you guys the horn. What does the horn do again? Yeah, so I'll read this for the benefit of the listeners. Uh, if I put it in. One of the things I was gifted in, uh, was it, Green Hall? Yeah. The crab-like foghorn. This horn is carved from the leg carapace of a hulking crab. When you blow into this magically imbued horn, it clears fog or mist from your immediate vicinity equal to 10 d20 feet in any direction. This effect also works on magically produced fogs or mists, but may not work on smokes or other particulates. Huh. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I requested that. Um, one of right, you um, should probably get it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it to whoever. I'm gonna be has an, an eagle, extra hand. So yeah, so you, yeah, you don't have you can lips. Give it to me. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So let me let me paint a word picture for you. Yes. Please. And, Pay attention because I'm bringing my oils this time. Ah. I'm actually I'm actually word colorblind, so. <laughs> well, don't worry. This is a black and white. Try not to art. paint a lot of green words next to a lot of red, like red words. I also have my paints in front of me, so I'll be painting this as you say it, and see if we interpret yeah, it the same. Yeah, and then she'll be then she'll be telling me what while I'm not <laughs> listening to you, so it'll be like a second iteration telephone painting of your words wonderful so you emerge from the front of the purple whale and you hear screams of terror you hear clattering of collisions at splintering wood and splashes and some small explosions and the like and it's all coming through the mist over the bay and you didn't ever see this bay this misty before, but um, no one else here seems alarmed by it. It's not as if it's a magical mist, necessarily. Uh, it's just something that probably happens on the coast from time to time in this type of weather. And just as suddenly as you heard all of this noise, uh, or those standing outside heard all this noise, the noise ceases. And it goes silent again. And all you can hear now is the lapping waves against the docks. And... It's silent for a few seconds, and then suddenly you hear, Hey, there's there's a dead guy floating over here by our ship. 
It's not Damn really it. it's not really a big deal, but just Nigel, just watch out for that. Alright? Let's steer around that when we leave. Um I wanna take off into the air as an eagle towards okay. towards where the sound was coming from. Alright. Um so you see the three warships parked there. So before you take off, Felocio, could you all tell me what the names of these three ships are? That would be really helpful to me. Mama's house. Um, Betty's is Blue Bertha. Okay. And Nigel is uh, the USS Thornberry. Okay, awesome. All right, Blue Bertha. Uh, that was Mama's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what her house was called too. Oh, was it? She named yeah. everything that. Yeah, that's okay. Everything's just Mama's house. Um, and Nigel's is the SS Thornberry. Yep. I love it. More than life itself. Okay, wonderful. Um, they're all sort of bobbing in the waves. Um, and Velocial, you transform into an eagle and you fly. And, um, I'm going to need you to make a, geez, I don't know. It's got to be some kind of check to navigate because it is very foggy. Um, I will say that you can get above the fog, but you can't really tell too well where the land is and where the water is when you do that. Um, it's probably survival, isn't it? Yeah, probably a survival for navigation. And that would be in your eagle form. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Survival is wisdom. So I get a plus two. So D20. Awesome. Uh, four plus two, so a six. Um, all right, so what direction are you intending to fly here? I Just toward the sound that you were yeah, hearing? Yeah, I wanted to go towards the sound, which I assume would be towards, like, the... Like, if we saw the blockade the day before, out in the water? Uh, it was a little too far away from the shore, probably, for you to see the ships. Okay. Well, where I feel like the blockade would be out at the bay somewhere. All right, you fly... And you fly above the fog some distance, and with your eagle eyes, you then can sort of catch a glimpse of the water through the fog, and you swoop down to try to get a closer look. Um, Could you make a dexterity saving throw for me? Yes. How dexterous are birds? Uh, I get plus three to dex. I don't know if that's... It's just to dex. I don't know if that counts as a saving throw or not, but... Another four plus three, so a seven. All right, boy. All right, so you swoop down, and you can't see much through this fog. It's so thick, and the waves are lapping, and suddenly you can see pieces of ship debris all around you because the water is approaching faster than you realized. You misjudged how far it was down below you. And you plummet into the water in eagle form. And you are soaked. And eagles are not very good swimmers from what I know. Um, now, all around you, give me a perception check. I'll tell you what you see. A 10 plus uh, wisdom to 12. Do you not get anything for like... You know, checks that involve your eyesight or something. Oh, I guess it's plus four, so 14. 
Okay. Even though you're soaked and sort of drowning as an eagle, um, <laughs> you do use your eagle neck to sort of crane your head around a couple times, and you can see that you are surrounded by the wreckage of several different types of ships, and there are bodies of the crew members strewn about, and about 50 yards or so from you to the east, uh, where the sun is, in the direction the sun is rising, you see a body suddenly drop beneath the water, as if it was pulled by a large, forceful object. God. What do you do? She's going to need a bigger (laughs) eagle. Well, I'm like flopping around, kind of rowing myself forward like wet eagles tend to do. Uh, And then I'll turn back into an elf. Okay. Weighed down by all my stuff. And is there like a sizable plank or dead body that's floating that I can grab onto to like kind of float and get a better look? Uh, yeah, you find a barrel, like a, a cask of some sort, and you're, like, floating on that. Um. You have a rough idea of the direction you were coming from still. You didn't get, like, yeah. spun around when you hit the water. I think if there's any way I can get... Well, I, I guess for now, I'm just gonna hang on to the barrel, which seems risky with something grabbing things and dragging it under, but I want to... I like try to see if i can get any hint of what it might be all right uh dresden what are you doing before i kill our first character death (laughs) so (laughs) after uh had taken off um dresden was uh i guess when what was happening uh i turned to flint i'll say uh master flint i require your uh crab leg horn thing yeah that's not the official name but you can have my crab leg fog horn thank and you. i'll toss it to you thank you i'm going to levitate myself go beyond the docks about 30 feet or so and i'm gonna wail on the horn uh are you using the crab leg fog horn after you wail on your horn <laughs> Hey. So you're going to like uh, yeah. I just moved you on the map right so about like there. thirty feet yep. off the dock. Yep. And then... all right, how much um how much does this crab leg foghorn item do? It does ten d twenty feet in okay. any direction. Okay. Cool. Uh, go ahead and roll that d twenty for me. All right. So it's on right, it's ten d twenty. So I do like five yeah. and five here. Okay. Uh. 59 and 60. It's not bad. So 100 and That's pretty good. 19, I guess. 119 feet. You clear uh, this this horn blasts and those of you on the shore it it almost deafens you for just a moment and it blasts away the fog um, pretty far out into the harbor and just on the edge of that cleared area now you can see some small pieces of flotsam floating in from whatever happened out in the bay um i'm gonna go to the very edge of uh the 
circle here where the fog just started to clear. And I'm going to mm-hmm. call for uh, Felocio and see if she hears me. Felocio, can you hear me? Make a perception check for me, Felocio. An 11. Um, you don't hear his voice, but you do hear the horn when it blows. <laughs> So you're bobbing around on a barrel and you hear this blast of a horn back toward the I look shore. back. Do I do I see the clearance or no? You don't. Um the horn can only be used once, I assume. It doesn't say. I think that it's probably meant to be like a combat item. Mm. Um that Yeah, I'm gonna I say mean, it has to conceivable- be like recharged kind of. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Hmm. All right, meanwhile, Sharky Cheryl has pulled out a spyglass and is looking on the edge of this fog. And you hear her say, Oi, Nige, I'm seeing bits and pieces of ships, not just ours. Betty, I see I see one of your flags. I... I think, Mama, that that's definitely a fishing net I'm seeing protruding out of the water. I think something took down a bunch of our ships. And then, uh, as soon as she finishes saying that, everyone is rushing to their warships. To their battleships. Macecore, which boat are you going to get on? Wait, are we getting on a boat? Uh, it seems like we should go with them. Uh, but it's just uh, two of us, so who do you want to go with? I want to go with... Wherever Puff goes, Puff Puff, Puff our fish is a, a, oh, Puff our fish is allegedly pretty savvy with a boat. So uh, I guess I'll go with Nigel. You know, gotta gotta keep the right. good relations. It's all in the family. <laughs> um, all right, this could make or break <laughs> your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so Mace Core, you're going for Nigel's ship. All right, Flint's on Blue Bertha. Um, nobody except for Mama's crew is on Mama's house. Dresden is floating out on the edge of the fog. Felocio's bobbing on a barrel. Um, does that pretty much capture it? I think so. It is as organized as we normally yep. are. Um, DM, can I, can I uh, before we potentially get into a battle scenario, could I uh, choose my damage type that I'm resistant to? Uh, sure. Okay. I'm going to say bludgeoning damage. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Just want to throw that out there. Should have gone with drowning. I I was going to say, with all the water water damage, I think my gamble might have been for, like, you know, I don't know, something different. But I like bludgeoning just because it's so general. Joshua, only take range damage from now on. Hi everyone, it's Keegan, your Felocial, and I'm here with your mid-roll announcement. If you're enjoying our show, leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening. Ratings and reviews help us to be noticed by more listeners like yourselves. Another way for you to show support for our show is by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash thisishowweroll. Over there, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support our show and get hours of extra content, a side campaign, maps, and more.
and thank you to our patrons, Junior, Johanna, and Mario. And lastly, I want to remind you to follow us on Twitter at T-I-H-W-R-20 so that you can keep updated with our podcast and just say hi. That's all I've got for you this week, so now let's get back to the episode. All right, so um, uh, you all should now have access to the characters with the names of the boats. The boats themselves are going to have character sheets. Assuming that most of you survive long enough to be engaged in a battle in which you are on a ship, there are options that you can choose on your turn that involve the ship as opposed to your your personal character sheet options. Um, So... Those options are going to include controlling the helm, which basically is steering the ship. Um, There are going to be other crew members on your ships that are going to be doing some things as well. So, you know, if you need to run and control the helm, you certainly can. Um, You can move up to the speed of your ship when you control the uh, helm and make up to one 90 degree turn per movement. And if the helm is destroyed, the ship can't turn. So that would be your turn if you decide to control the helm. The sails, uh, you can raise or adjust the sails to match the wind to double the ship's movement speed until your next turn. So you wouldn't necessarily be able to steer the ship if you raise the sails or do something with the sails, but someone else could benefit from that before your next turn, or you could on your next turn. And then they also have some weapons equipped. Um, There's some different types of weapons on each ship, so um, you might want to take a look for the ship that you are on. So Mace Core, you're probably going to want to look at SS Thornberry and Flint looking at uh, Blue Bertha. Bertha. Um, And they've got some details about how they work. We'll assume that every weapon on these ships is preloaded before this encounter begins. But then after that, some of them have a, uh, a reload time that you have to put in. So it might be like a whole turn to reload some of them. Um... Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, Now, if a ship reaches zero hit points, it sinks. Um, Which, yeah, I got the insurance on this rental. I'm going to ride the hell out of it. It's not even yours. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know if I swim too well, though. Although I am kind of fat, I guess. So I guess I kind of feel like like Flint doesn't swim. We found that out in a sewer. And so we're on this with the crews of the gangs or just by ourselves yes and i may not be moving their icons with the boats just because it's going to be a colossal pain in the ass um and i think that most of the time as we get into an initiative order whatever team or whatever boat you're on your order your position in the order is going to determine where everybody on your ship goes so you'll sort of have like a whole boat worth of turns um Now, you could choose to do something that has nothing to do with your ships on your turn as well and use your character's powers. Um, It just kind of depends on what happens. So, does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. So, there's there's weapons, uh, helm, and sails. Yep. Okay. All right. I think I got it. All right, cool. So, Mace Corps and Flint, you hop aboard these vessels. Nigel... uh, takes the helm of the SS Thornberry and Blue Betty herself takes the helm of Blue Bertha 
and you see Mama at the steering wheel of Mama's house, uh, which looks much more like a boat than a house. And they all push off from the dock. You see members of their crews throwing ropes off of, uh, or untying ropes from the docks. And there is a west to east breeze, so they make quick moves out into the harbor from the places that they were docked on the shore. Um, and so you make quick progress. Um, Dresden, you see these boats approaching as you're hovering out here on the edge of the fog. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna slightly lower myself down. So I'm still floating, but lower myself down. So I'm even with in front of the, uh, the boats. And I'll say, I think Felocial is out there, but I can't, I can't see her and she's not responding to my calls. Well, did you see well, anything else out there? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, that's not much help. What are you going to do? Are you just floating there? Like some kind of weird floating guy? I will follow you into the fog. Uh, all right. Are you like immortal or something? Because I don't know about you, but I'm not going out here for a swim. If, if all those ships just got taken down, I'm not trying to just float around. I will help you in battle if it comes to it. All right, good luck. And they sail right by you. <laughs> and I will um, follow them into the... Um, now, I'm assuming that your levitate speed is no more than your, like, character speed, right? Correct. I think levitating might be really slow, actually. I can check. <laughs> We're blasting off, and Dresden is just kind of, I'll be there. I'm making my way there. At some point, I want to go to Big Bertha. No, what's her name? Blue Betty. Blue Betty. Um, I want to go to Blue Betty and say, "Hey, you're you're doing great. Are there any flotation devices on this uh, craft?" Sorry, I'm super distracted trying to figure out this levitate. It's twenty thing. feet. I was not even uh, listening. It says you can um, go up twenty feet and then you can go down twenty feet uh, if you are on the ground and you can walk. If you, wait, what? If you are the target, you can move up or down as part of your your move. Otherwise, you can use your actions. Um, yeah, I think it's about, about I think speed. it's twenty feet. It's like really. I slow. feel like levitate is like straight up and down. So we may have been a little too liberal. Yeah, because there's a different spell called fly, oh. which I think allows you to fly forward. Levitate on self is up and down movement with 20 speed. Ah, well. So why don't you, uh, why don't you maybe hop on one of those ships yeah. on the way by? Yeah. <laughs> we'll I, just say that the wind sort of pushed you out there to begin I, with. I will yeah. hop on the only one that doesn't have someone, so um, I'll hop on Mama's house. Okay. Dresden lands on the deck of Mama's house as she goes by, um, and all three ships sail into the fog. Um, Felocio. Uh, didn't Matt ask you something? What did you ask me? Uh, or maybe it was Alex. I know, I know that I, I said I wanted to go to Blue Betty and say, Hey, uh, do you have any flotation devices on this, on this thing? Nothing but you, big boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, ha, ha. <laughs> And I'm just gonna go look for anything that'll float. I don't know. I don't expect to find anything, but. Um, there's, there are some, like, old nautical buoys 
kind of. I'm um, just going to keep an eye on, on those for if things go badly. Yeah, I got you. Wonderful. Um, Velocio, you can hear pieces of debris being pulled under around you. Uh-huh. Lots of them. And dead bodies a little further out into the fog are disappearing one at a time. Uh, give me a perception check. Oh, God. Nine. Yeah, they're just, like, disappearing under the water. You don't notice anything else about it. Um, you also don't realize that it's getting closer and closer to you. And suddenly the barrel that you're on is pulled underwater rapidly. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Uh, five. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. These rolls I've had, terrible. I think, twos... Fours and twos. Fours and twos. Four, two, and yep. a two. That's crazy. Uh, so five for dexterity save. Um, you are holding onto this barrel tightly enough that as it gets yanked under the water, you do not let go on time. You are pulled pretty far under the water. Um, and I'm going to roll some damage that you're going to take from the pressure as you're rapidly plunged underneath the water. Um, and I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw for me as well. A 23. Ooh. Oh my god. Ooh, that's there good. you go. That'll help. Alright, you take five bludgeoning damage as you're dragged underneath the water, but luckily you did react fast enough to get a breath. So the air is being squeezed in your lungs as you're now probably 40 feet under the water. And you can't see much. Um as the water is sort of churning around you and there's just like pieces of debris floating around. Um, and I need you to make a survival check for me. I want to see if you can get your bearings. A 19. That's pretty good. Uh, nice. That's helpful. Um, at first you're sort of discombobulated. You can't really tell where you are, which way's up and all that. And then you remember the old trick, just blow some bubbles and see which way they go. And so you see that the bubbles go up and you follow them up. Um, and you swim toward the surface. Um, the rest of you, your boats are progressing into the fog, and you can see members of these crews are manning stations around the boats. Um, what are each of you doing on your boats now? Uh, I'm going to be at the helm. <sighs> okay. You're standing next to Nigel at the helm. I, I, I would like to just sort of see what everyone else is doing and just, I, I don't know, just take note of it. Like, Hey, this person's doing that. That person's doing that sort of like, okay. So like if somebody disappears, I'll know like what job isn't being done. Okay. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. Um, we'll determine who's doing what, when we get to, a that's point fine. Where they're doing something, but it, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, what just kind of getting blue my bearings crew, right? on it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you've got Puff is actually now taking over steering the ship. Um, Betty herself is manning manning one of the weapons. Um, her other crew are on the sails. So you've got sort of a, yeah, a well-balanced team. Nice. Um, all right. You have now reached the point. Oh, wait, actually, yeah, Dresden, what are you doing on um, on Mama's house? <laughs> having a party. Um, no, I, I'm at the... Uh... The, I guess the helm or the front of the ship, uh, looking for signs of Felocial through the fog. Okay, awesome. Um, you're searching. Um, 
Felosial, you need to make an athletics check. How quickly do you get up out of this water? Or if there's anything else you'd like to do, you could do it. Well, earlier, Felosial didn't even think to turn into a sea animal. So I think in in her panic, she just tries to turn into an animal and hopes instinct kicks in. And she did see, I think she saw a giant seahorse, a giant crab, and like one other thing when they were crossing the Sunfire Channel. Uh, so she's hoping like it's just instinct kicking in and she'll turn into one of those. Okay. Um, so you cast Wild Shape, I guess? Yeah. Um, all right. Which of those do you turn into? Because that's not really like a saving throw kind of no. thing, is it? Uh, I could roll something and just see if I actually do it. Um. No, I'll let you do it. Yeah. I guess a, a, a giant seahorse was the most notable. So that's what comes to her mind as she's like realizing she's out of air underwater. Yeah, perfect. Um, so you transform just as you were about to inhale seawater into your lungs and you have a nice fin on your back as you transform into a giant seahorse and that also clarifies your vision under the water um and what you see is terrifying you turn toward the source of the wreckage and you see slithering tentacles reaching up out of the depths and pulling pieces and bodies down into the darkness as this is the point in the bay where the ocean becomes deep and large ships can enter. And you see bubbles emerging from the depths as these pieces of ship uh, are destroyed and hollowed out um, and fill with water down in the darkness. Um, and you see a tentacle reaching in your direction. What do you do? Can I tell if this is just one thing? Uh, you can't tell, but it looks like they're not snakes, so you're assuming that they're probably attached to one thing. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna, can I see the boats near me? Uh, give me a perception check, and give me with advantage, since you're a sea creature. A natural 20, making it a 27. Nice. Uh... You see three, the hulls of three ships approaching you. They look a bit more, uh, you know, armored than some of the bits and pieces that you're seeing. Uh, you assume that this blockade was not necessarily being stationed with the best ships in the fleet. Mm -hmm. And um, you can see three of them approaching pretty quickly um, over the top of the water. And they're only like 20 feet from you. I'm just going to try to scoot on up to the side of one. Okay. Um, you, yeah, you do. Whichever one um, is closest. And I think the issue is going to be that I'm out of wild shapes and I'm in the water. So I either have to stay as a seahorse or find some way to climb up. Can I do something at this point? Yeah. Can I, I'm going to cast, uh, water walk, um, which it's range is 30 feet, which I'm in 30. Am I able to see Filoso at this point or something? Like, uh, no, you don't see Felosial, and you wouldn't if you could, because she is a giant sea horse. Okay, but I'm going to cast Water Walk. This spell grants the ability to move across any liquid surface, such as water, acid, mud, quicksand, lava, as if it was harmless solid ground, um, although I can take, if it's lava, we could talk, um, 
Up to 10 willing creatures you can see within range gain this ability for the duration. If you target a creature submerged in a liquid, the spell carries the target to the surface of the liquid at a rate of 60 feet per round. Okay. Um, so you can pick two other people to cast this on if you want to cast it on yourself. As well, a precaution. I, I can... 10 willing creatures. Up to 10. Oh. So, alright, so here's what I'll say. Um, why don't we resolve Felosial's situation... And then, as soon as you see her, you could cast that if you're looking to potentially help her out. Uh, so, Felosial, I'll say this: you emerge on the surface of the water, right next to, uh, right next to Blue Bertha, and it's is the tentacle still coming at me? Yep, it's still trying to get you. Um, and uh, Flint, can you give me a perception check, please? I sure can. A twenty-one. Flint, you look down toward the water, and the water is sort of roiling and, and churning in front of the ship in a line coming toward the ship. What do you do? Uh, churning in a way that, like, makes it look like there's a giant tentacle. Like, yeah, like, pretty basically... much. Yeah, you can't see the tentacle, but you can see that there's, like, a long, scary thing coming toward, uh, or possibly a large animal that's, like, pushing the water up as it comes toward your ship. Oh, God. I, I can't tell. Okay, basically... Does it look like something threatening, or is it felocial? <laughs> Basically, looks... can I tell it's full, or can I tell it's a seahorse versus a tentacle? Uh, so felocial's still a little bit in front of this, but you can kind of see this thing coming. So um, it's and it's Felosial, the thing I'll I see. say that you you've reached the surface of the water, so you can tell me if you're going to do anything here. Let's just resolve the felocial situation, then we'll get into everything else. Felocial, tell me how the fuck you're getting out of this water, because if you don't, you're going to be dead in like ten seconds. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. I don't know. I feel like she would just keep heading past the boat and then maybe turn into a person. But if she's still in the water, she's not and feels like she's in danger. She's not going to turn into something that can't breathe water. Like if, All if right. that. Uh, the tentacle attacks you and it gets a 33 on the hit. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And that is going to be. Uh, that is going to be 18 bludgeoning damage as this uh, as this tentacle grabs onto you and you are grappled. Okay, so as it hits me, I turn back into a person because I only had 16 hit points as a giant seahorse. Okay, so it, it does just enough to turn you back, right? Yeah. Well, that's convenient. Um, now, I will say that Macecore, Flint, and Dresden, you can each make a quick perception or investigation to see if you could tell that that's Felocial now in this churning water next to the boat. Do I need to make a separate one that I've, from what I've Uh, no, we'll, we'll hold on to yours. Okay, Jesus. so that's still... Yeah, um, Flint. Seven. Uh, Fourteen. Um, Dresden, you can't see Felocial as she's on the far side of Blue Bertha, which is on the opposite side of Mama's house from where you're standing, and, um, Flint, you see this churning water and you catch a glimpse of an arm and the top of a head uh, as they are grabbed by a tentacle and pulled under the water right next to Blue Bertha. And you know that it's Felocial. Uh, so I would immediately say, Big tentacle! It has Felocial! To, like, let everyone know, presumably on my boat and anyone else's boat. Oh, God. I don't think I have anything that would be extraordinarily you have a helpful. crossbow um 
that's going to be my go-to. I'm just making sure that there isn't something like sea monster aside. Like like a pesticide, but for sea monsters. Um, I... Okay. So, for the Rings of Rosie, I don't... I don't think those will necessarily help you in this moment. Neither of you have I don't think they. I don't points. think. I don't think they will either. Well, no, because you can give them. But okay, it doesn't matter. I'm going to use my. Uh, I think I'd like to hop on the uh, crossbow for the uh, of the ship and just try and like aim it and fire one off. All right, cool. Yeah, way. it's right next to you on that side of the ship. So you hop on there. Um, go ahead and fire it at the tentacle. So that's a. 23 that is gonna hit and if i hit attack it does four piercing and or 14 piercing and four fire on the tentacle awesome and this particular crossbow has a striking strip as each arrow uh releases it's uh, it is uh ignited and so it hits this tentacle just above the surface on fire and sizzles for just a moment and Felosiel, the tentacle, releases you and slithers away back into the depths. But you all, as this happens, you all f- feel the water around you shake as a guttural, deep-throated voice gurgles beneath the surface. Can I swim to the top? Yep. Felosiel bobs up next to the ship. I take off my vinyl cloak and throw it against the side of the closest ship. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. It forms a nice uh, sort of mesh ladder for you. And I start climbing as high as it'll get me, even if it's not to the side. And Sharky Cheryl uh, of all... Or no, actually, you're near Blue Bertha's. So um, I'll say that uh, Puff uh, actually reaches down and grabs your arm, sort of warrior style, on the forearm and pulls you up um, as uh, as you climb up this cloak. Um, and I'm going to need everybody now to roll initiative for Ooh, me, please. Baby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I got a 19. I'm keeping that. Uh, 14 for Dresden. Ooh, I got a 19, too. Wow, three 19s. Made it All out right, of that one. Um, there we go, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, that barely. That spicy for a second. <laughs> that, uh, that damage could have been a lot worse, but uh, I rolled poorly, and I actually discovered that the creature sheet that i'm using i can roll it to myself on the uh on the roll 20 once you know what the creature is i'll probably uh let you see a leviathan it's a wait is that a creature in dd it's a a leviathan it might be it's a great horned owl oh (laughs) baby but it it shape-shifted into uh my favorite i'm running out of steam it's definitely not a giant seahorse no I'm guessing really it's a kraken of some kind. <laughs> if I had to guess. Or Davy Jones. Or it could just be a uh, a pissed off octopus. Or yeah, it could be upset. one of those wacky wiggle guys at a car dealership. Mm, a bunch of them underwater ones. Yep. Let's call this one Blue Bertha.
Or no, that's going to be Nigel's boat. What is Nigel's boat called? Oh, yeah. The SS Thornberry. Thornberry. I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. Yeah, the person who can change into any animal that they want is really making me choose whether they live or die because they're making dumb decisions. But I guess that's the game. I've never turned into uh, a fish. She's afraid. Well, we'll see if she fears death, I guess. What about a seal? Can you only turn as into the captain like in uh, the pirates movies. What are the odds that out of all these dead people floating around that the animal will, creature will get me? Uh, see, it, it prefers like a meal that looks weak and not dead. Mm. So thra thrashing around as a giant bird. Well, no, I'm I'm just probably... hanging on the side of a barrel now. All that's in the yeah, water. Yeah, but my you legs. were thrashing around <laughs> as a big bird. Can you can you transform into a seal or something, or is it too soon? Can you only transform into animals you've seen? I think so. You would have seen some fish and stuff. At this I point, saw a giant though. seahorse when we were crossing the. Oh, that's right. Sunfire Channel. Um, all right, which one do I not have on here yet? It's Mama's house. Uh, let me see what that level is. All right, I'm doing a couple of things here to <clears throat> prep 